0: the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey, with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 226 and part of our multifamily brief series, and it's the first Multifamily brief episode of 2022. So, guess what we're going to talk about today? Hey, resolutions. So, it's the beginning of a new year, and it's natural for us to reflect on the past. And, you know, as, as our tradition is to resolve, to do better, to make resolutions, you know, for most of us, it looks something like this, you know, eat healthy, get more exercise, save money, invest more, you know, maybe learn to play uh, the guitar or the piano and the list goes on. And, you know, incidentally, I got my workout clothes underneath because, you know, what what better way to start a day in the new year than to to work out? But uh here's a few reasons why investing in apartment buildings should be on your list for 2022. And the best part is, you know, if you invest passively in, in an apartment building, you know, the sponsors like us do all of the work and investors like you are going to receive the passive income. And if you want to set up a call with us to to find out more. You know, please do. My contact information is in the show notes. Um, But let's go over some of the reasons why you should invest in real estate and specifically multifamily. So, number one, inflation. We're still waiting for the CPI data to be published for you know the entire year of 2021, but most people are expecting that number to be above seven percent. Okay, at at the beginning of December, from November to November, it was at six point eight percent, but Our money is being devalued year over year and over the last year by roughly 7%. So the Fed has also indicated they're going to keep rates low, but they are going to raise them a little bit to keep inflation in check. So the other thing to to really look at is there are more reasons for the Fed to keep inflation running high, to include about $6 trillion budget deficit in 2020 and 2021 that's added to our national debt. And now the government has to pay interest on every year, and that federal rate, guess what, determines how much interest they pay. So there's there's a lot more incentive for the Fed to keep that 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 rate low and let inflation run high and actually burn off some of that debt. So we expect inflation rates to stay you know above the normal for the last ten years, which was about one and a half to two percent. You know, even though the Fed's target was two two and a half percent. You know, most years that was it was below two. But over the years, inflation eats away at your capital. But real estate and especially multifamily tends to keep pace with inflation. With multifamily the value of the property is determined largely by the rents. You know, the rents come in and there's a couple of ways you can determine value from that. You know, one is through a gross rent multiplier, which you just Take the the total rents and you multiply it by a number and you get a value. And there's also the NOI cap rate way of determining value. But end of the day, multifamily real estate is going to either keep pace with inflation or typically beat it a little bit because rents are going up, other property values around are going up, and the value of the properties are going to go up and it's going to cash flow. All right, number two, apartments are tangible assets. You know, so in addition to keeping pace with with inflation, they're tangible assets and they're not as volatile as other investments. Investing in apartments can bring solid returns with relatively low risk. And talking about volatility and and apartments are typically illiquid, which means once you park money in it, it's really hard to get that money out. You've got to sell and selling you know multifamily real estate or commercial real estate can take several months to you know once it's listed to when it's actually sold. And and the fact that it's illiquid keeps the value up. You know, when stock market happens, when they're, when there's something that happens nationally, something politically or something economically, a lot of times the stock market will immediately react because it's a very liquid investment and people can pull their money out on a whim. Okay. Just a very emotional decision. They can pull their money out and that causes the stock market to be a lot more volatile. Real estate is not volatile. Um, Something else that I really like about apartments is they provide a basic human need. Everybody needs shelter. And therefore, there will always be a high demand for good, clean, safe housing. There always will be. You you always want to live somewhere. I live somewhere. I've got four walls and a roof. Everybody needs four walls and a roof. So apartments are always going to be in demand. A couple of studies this year showed that the US is roughly four to five million housing units short of the current demand. That includes single-family housing, that includes multifamily housing, condos, you know, everything, every, every place that people can live in. But out of that, there's about two and a half million apartment units short of what the current demand is. You know, some major metros are sitting at about 97 to 98 percent occupancy because there's just not enough housing to, to go around so this housing shortage is going to continue to push real estate prices up all right you know it's a supply and demand question or your problem and the lack of supply compared to the demand is going to push the prices up upward regardless of what happens to the interest rates now more americans are also choosing to live in apartments you know for for longest time the home ownership rate was you know mid 60s but you know, we've seen a, a significant decline in that. We've seen that, uh, that the new generation, the millennials that are you know in their 20s and you know, push in 30s right now, are putting off home ownership until far later than the previous generations. You know, I'm I'm tail end of Gen X, my, my wife is the front end of, of the millennials, but you know, there, there's a different mentality. You know, my generation tried to buy houses as soon as they could. Um, because that was the American dream um, Millennials are choosing to rent more and more often um, and the other thing is baby boomers you know the largest generation that this nation has seen the baby boomers are also choosing to rent more than they're choosing to buy now the next thing to talk about is there there's a significant migration patterns happening in the us right now and a lot of cities have seen positive net migration that really, exacerbates the housing shortage. You know, cities like you know Dallas and Atlanta and Charlotte and Augusta and you know the Southeast, the Sunbelt states have had a surge in population from other states. And in general, people are moving from high cost of living areas to lower cost of living areas. So Californians and New Yorkians and New Yorkans, I don't know what what they call them, um, but they're moving to lower density areas. They're losing, moving to lower cost of living areas. And they're also moving to areas with lower personal income taxes, you know, so states like Florida and Texas and, you know, your Southeast and South in general are getting a lot more people than that are moving from the high density areas, the high population areas, the high cost of living areas and the high tax areas. So there's a lot of places that make apartment investing even Better because there's a net migration in which you take the already existing supply shortage, and there's some cities where they can't build multifamily fast enough to to meet the demand. Um, the other thing is leverage, you know, and this is this has been true forever. But you know, banks are going to lend upwards to eighty percent of the value of an apartment building, and this leverage amplifies your investment dollars significantly. So let's look at a seventy-five percent loan to value ratio. You know, um, just to make numbers simple, I mean. That means if it's a $10 million purchase price, the bank's going to give you $7.5 million. And the ownership has to put in the other $250,000. If the property value goes up by 5%, okay, your return on investment is going to be multiplied and it's actually going to be a 20% return on investment. So you you look at the inflation rates and think okay things are going up 7%, you know, went up 7% last year. If you invested in a property at 75% loan to value on January 1st, 2021 and just because of inflation it went up 7%, congratulations you made 28% on the money you put in. Okay? So leverage mixed with inflation is huge. And then the last thing we'll talk about today is interest. La- interest rates are at near historic lows. You know they're they're still pretty low right now, and we we had a 3.7 percent bank loan that we closed on last week. You know, and to compare that to a almost seven percent inflation rate. You know, we're, we're very fortunate to have gotten it. But end of the day, the the rates are still low for now. Like I said, the Fed has has said they are going to raise the rates, and they have come up a little bit in the last couple of months, but. Historically, you know, we're still seeing you know low to mid threes for you know commercial stabilized multifamily in the large metro. So that said, we can still get money fairly cheaply. Anyway, end of the day, lots of good reasons to invest. You know, if you're looking to invest passively, you know, Four Oaks can help you. And if you're looking to get in the game as, as an operator, as a syndicator, or you want to buy multifamily, hey, guess what? We can help with that too. We have this tribe of Titans. Uh, network. It's it's a multifamily educational community where we teach people to do what we did uh or what we have done and what we continue to do. And incidentally that place we we closed on in Augusta last week was uh, a deal through the Tribe of Titans where a couple of Tribe of Titans members came together and we helped them close on that one. So definitely um check out the the Tribe of Titans if you're interested in doing and if you're interested in investing passively, you know, Four Oaks Capital is is the vehicle for that. Um both run by the same people. Anyway, let us know. Um, let us know how we can help you and have a wonderful 2022. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.